All right, Mariah. Um, so the question for, that I have for you today, we talked about last week, we talked about caribou and how you really love caribou. That's like your go-to like it brand. Is. So I want to know what is your caribou order? I wish that I had an exciting answer for you. My answer is like actually really boring. Um, (laughs) Like, I wish that I could say, oh my gosh, the thing that caribou does the best is whatever, and I love this about it. No, I just get a a crafted press, which is like a really lovely creamy cold press with milk and a little bit of sugar, and that's what I do. The people who work at the caribou in my town are some of the loveliest humans. Like, there was one time where I was in the drive-thru and I was waiting for my drink and the person at the window just like chatted with me and just what seemed genuinely interested and I was like can we be best friends maybe (laughs) (laughs) so maybe that's part of my bias towards caribou is that I've only ever had nice baristas (laughs) um but yeah I get a crafted press whenever I go I don't know it's just really pleasant but I also like during the winter time a caramel latte is an easy go-to for me Mm -hmm. so yeah how about you What's your caribou order? Uh, I feel like mine always changes. I, I really enjoy the crafted presses as well. Like, they have mm. perfectly nailed down the, like, cream to coffee to sugar ratio. Like, yes. it's, like, just a hint of sweetness because I don't like yes. super sweet coffee. Um, Same. Yeah. So, I do really enjoy the crafted presses as well. And they have nitro coffee there. So I do sometimes mm-hmm. do like the nitro crafted press. That one's yeah. really good. Um, it's just like really with, smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My problem with the nitro press is that, or nitro crafted press is that they won't give you over a certain amount of ounces. Is that the drink that they won't do a certain amount of ounces for you? Probably because it's like harder to yeah. make. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, but it's like super caffeinated is what I was told one time. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is. It is like super, super (laughs) caffeinated. Yeah. Um, I don't get it all the time, um, but that is like a fun treat one, especially if I'm like super uncaffeinated at the time. Um, another, (laughs) I wasn't sure where I was going with that either. I literally (laughs) forgot what I was going to say mid sentence. Um, the other drink, my other go-to drink, is just, like, an iced latte with almond milk. So Yeah. I have even, I feel like an old person saying this, or, like, someone's going to think that I'm trying to be cool. I'm not. It's just something that I found that I enjoy. I love a plain latte. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what my mom used to always order, and I was like, gross, mom, that's so boring. But now, like... A plain latte kind of kind of hits it hits different they're super enjoyable um i yeah. think you probably remember this from the road actually the picture of us like drinking coffee mm-hmm. together um i was that was a cappuccino because i distinctly remember on the road i like only drank cappuccinos when we like went out i like thoroughly yeah. enjoy them i don't order them now though because i drink almond milk and it's mm. really hard to make like a real cappuccino with almond milk because it doesn't like foam the same way. So I sure. stick with a latte mm. and it's amazing. Wow. In that picture, I was having my first ever um, London fog. <gasps> I love I London fogs. Same. That's like same. if I'm sick, I want a London fog. Yes. They taste like Fruit yes. Loops. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, they're just pleasant. They're just, yeah. there is nothing unpleasant about a London fog. Mm-mm. Except they're for so the good. tea bag. If the tea bag is like left in your drink, which it usually is, and then it's like heavy and like hits the lid and it splashed. It's so there's a couple of issues I should say. <laughs> so it could be an unpleasant experience because of that. If you're not but careful. Like yeah. the the drink itself. Yeah, take the tea bag out. Pleasant. Don't be like me. Actually, do the thing you're supposed to do after five. It's minutes a pretty of simple steeping. solution. Yeah. See, I never do that. I always just leave it in. Like, why take yeah. it out? <laughs> yeah. Even when I make tea at home, like I just leave the tea bag in the entire time. Like, no, you do not. Don't look at me like I'm a monster. <laughs> do you? You don't microwave your water, though, do you? No, I have a kettle. Okay. I like an, say, I have like a, an electric kettle. I was going to say, if we have any British listeners, we've lost them all. <laughs> no, I have an electric kettle, so I Good. boil okay. my water, and then I do the tea, and then I'm too lazy to take the tea bag out, so I usually leave it in there, and then I do a little bit of cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like after having a British person on our team, I don't drink black tea the same as mm-hmm. I used to. Like, it's always a little bit of a little cream, bit of cream. milk and just, like, a tiny little bit of sugar, and it's perfection. Like, when I'm sad, that is what I drink. I drink Yorkshire tea with a little bit of milk and a little bit of sugar. It's just so comforting. And I had yeah. never had tea before. I'd, like, never yes. – like, I'd never been a tea person. Mm. And then and then we walked out and got – a British person on our team who we love. Um, we do love her. She's phenomenal, and she <laughs> would always make us tea. And I just remember, like, <laughs> I just remember at trainings, like, going up to her. Like, I'd be, like, sad or overwhelmed. I'd be like, can you make me a cup of tea? Because I'm, I was like, I just, I can't, I know I could maybe do it myself. It's just not going to taste the same. So Yeah, no, and she, like, <laughs> Yes, and I remember it was always really evident when I was having a sad day. I was always having a sad day, TBH. But (laughs) I've never seen a person cry so much. (laughs) I didn't know until after we left the road that losing a ton of hair and crying every day was not a thing that other adults did. Like, I just had, I remember thinking, like, oh, this is just what adult life is like for me. Like, this is just a me thing. Um, PSA, it's not. If you're losing a ton of hair and crying every day, like, go get a therapist. I'm actually telling you right now. <laughs> go to therapy. Yeah, like, call your doctor. I don't care. Find someone. Like, tell a professional of some sort. I don't care who it is. <laughs> someone calls a bank. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm losing a lot of hair. Not that kind of um, professional. Ma'am, this is Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that teammate would always make us tea. And so, yeah. So even now, whenever I feel sad, I just am like, wow, this is this is what I have nice to do. Nice cup of tea. Yeah. It's a really healthy yeah. coping mechanism compared to other things I could do. You know, like there are so many other things that I could do that would be way less healthy. Yeah, just like making a cup of tea in and of itself yes. makes me feel better because I'm like, I'm not a terrible person. <laughs> yes, yes. One of my favorite things is after I've washed all of my dishes and like cleaned my whole kitchen, making myself a cup of tea. There's, it just feels so grown up. <laughs> right. 
I clean my kitchen and I light incense and that feels so grown up. That's how like I always reward myself like with a really clean house by like burning some incense. I love incense. I love it. And then the whole house is just like a vibe. Wow. I love that. That's very fun. So much. Yeah. Um, Okay. So back on the off topic topic (laughs) that we were talking about. So I am because I am on original when I need to be original. um, I used a question generator to (laughs) find today's question. Um, (laughs) And the I thought this one was really funny. It was like, what is the farthest distance you've driven? And I was dying at that because I was like, well, <laughs> Mariah and I have driven way too much together. <laughs> yeah, literally. We, we if we're talking we total, yeah, if we're talking total, it was like nine months states. of 31 states, nine months yeah. in the car. Um, so, I mean, that's the first that for this, like nine months driving if we're talking about a single day 15 hours through montana which we have told them about but i i cannot emphasize how bad that day was never drive through montana (laughs) in one day like i cried a lot during our time doing mission work but the next like that not the night that we landed in north dakota but the next night we were in south dakota and I remember sitting on the front steps of our host home and crying, like just being absolutely wrecked. <laughs> I just like, it was a hard day. And then yeah. to top it off, I remember being like, I really have to pee and they wouldn't stop. And I, they're like, it's like 20 miles until the next rest stop. And I was like, then pull over. I'm going to pee on the side <laughs> of the road because I cannot, like, I cannot wait. And like, it was just, like, it wasn't even, like, anyone, like, not letting me go to the bathroom or anything. It was just Montana as a state just didn't have bathrooms. <laughs> like, it, there was just nothing. And I was, like, this is it. I'm going to publicly pee my pants here. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> and the person who, like, cleaned our van would have probably murdered you. Do you know what I mean? Like that person, I'm thinking about who that was and they would not have handled that with any grace or kindness. Oh no, they wouldn't have. (laughs) It's okay. We made it. But honestly, I wouldn't have let that happen if it was like really an emergency. I like, I actually legitimately was like, my bladder is going to burst tonight and it's going to be painful. Um, That did not happen though. I was prepared though to like, be like, no, like, pull over. Like, it is nighttime. I'm going in the ditch. I don't care. <laughs> How, did you end up having to wait? I do not remember this. Yeah, we went to the next rest stop, but there, it was just, like, 20 miles. And I I waited till the next rest stop because I didn't have another option. There were, like, no gas stations or anything. Um, so that's that. And I was like, what a way to top off the worst day in the world. <laughs> I would like to point out that there are many reasons why I was not a team leader when we did mission work. One of them is for sure that I would have said, yeah, pull over, pull over the van. If Kelly needs to pee, let her. Why are you all being so weird about this? I would have loved you as a Tia. Oh my gosh. I like, I've thought about what would it be like to go back and do that again as a 26 year old woman? 
a i couldn't handle exhausting. it i think about how i think about like how i was at 18 and i was like i would not be able to put up with a but like living with like 11 18 year olds oh yeah, my gosh for real i have for so much sympathy for real. everyone who is in their 20s <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes 100 percent agreed i have had mission teams from the organization we worked for like in in my vicinity in the past two years and i just try my very hardest to be the cool fun host mom who like goes out and buys them ice cream and spends the evening like just listening to them and telling them dumb stories from when we were missionaries that's always what we talked about we were like if we ever host after this like we want to be those because we had so many hosts that had like previously served with the organization Mm -hmm. and were just like so cool like they were just like yeah, we know. Like, I'm not going to shove food down. Like, literally, what do you want to eat? I'm not shoving food down yes. your throat. If you don't want anything to eat, we won't eat tonight. If you yes. want a salad, I'm going to go out and, like, get a salad to make. Like, what do you need? Yeah, um, literally. Yeah, and then if you like, want me to go hide in my room and you want to watch a movie together, we'll yes. do it. That's And the, <laughs> the funniest part about that was that when we were with those people – we never wanted the things they were offering because we loved them so much that we were like, like well, as an extrovert, we I was like, like, can we, can we just like have a sleepover in your living room and talk until two in the morning? Yeah. Can we just like make some tea and talk? <laughs> yes, literally. And yes. I always stayed up for those conversations too. Except Usually for the one I fell time. asleep. Usually I fell asleep talking to people. <laughs> that was a very Kelly. bad habit. <laughs> first time that happened (laughs) we were sitting at a dining room table and our host (laughs) mom was like standing in the room talking to us this is so bad and kelly fell asleep sitting up in the dining room and i just i remember looking at her and being like how did you do that and then looking at the host mom and being like how are you not phased by this That was not the first or the last time that I'd fallen asleep talking to host families. I and see once again, I just think well, that like, maybe policies need to be changed on behalf of missionaries. I mean, here's the thing: if I was falling asleep in the middle of a conversation, it's not like I was intentionally like I'm gonna fall asleep. Like I had no choice. <laughs> My body was like no. <laughs> My body was like, shut it down. Shut it down. (laughs) Also, like, that's so problematic. Have you ever thought about how problematic that is? That you just were so tired that you would fall asleep mid-conversation? That is not how people should be living their lives. Uh, It was rough, man. Uh, To be fair, sometimes I did bring it on to myself because sometimes... (laughs) I did have the opportunity to go to bed early and I'd stay up with uh, with our teammate who may be on this podcast one day. We'd stay up until like three in the morning doing like the dumbest shit. So, And I tried to keep up. Anytime I stayed with them, I would try to keep up and they would literally be like, Mariah, sweetie, you're a morning person. Go to bed. And I'd be like, I am not. I'm a night owl. And I would be like falling asleep. And, like, looking at them and being like, mm-hmm, that was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I paint my nails. Go ahead. 
Yeah, the funniest thing is that now I'm in bed at 9.30 every night, and if I have to stay up later than that, I'm pretty cranky, so. And now I am up until 1 or 2 in the morning We just totally flip-flopped. Yeah, we completely flip-flopped. But I also think that part of the reason that you go to bed so early is because you have someone keeping you accountable to it, and you have things that you do right away in the morning that you, like... That's like true. you work out in the morning, don't you? Hell no. I work out in what? the afternoon. Well, never mind then. I work out I work out at about like anywhere between like two to four PM is like my ideal workout mm. time. I hate working sure. out in the morning. Honestly, that's fair. That's really fair. I love working out in the middle of the night. Like if I didn't have to be a human being who interacted with other human beings, which is funny because I'm an extrovert. I would totally go to the gym exclusively at two in the morning. Exclusively. That would be the move. That is so interesting. I feel like that is something that I would like to try. But like mm. I have a home gym and I'm just never going to stay up till two in the morning to work out. So I'm Kelly. And I'm Mariah. And this is Peak Distraction. A podcast about everything. Wait, Kelly, before we say anything else, I have to tell you. Last night, I was driving home from my dad's house, blaring reputation as one does. It was dark outside, and I almost hit a deer carcass, and I thought of you. (laughs) No one was sleeping in my car, and I wasn't, like, speeding exorbitantly, but I... I'm so (laughs) glad that you did not hit the deer carcass. I am glad that if you were going to be in that situation that Taylor Swift was playing... (laughs) I actually thought about like, huh, I, there are so many reasons why it's good that Taylor Swift is playing the end, <laughs> but I, I literally, as soon as I drove past it, I was like, I just relived something that Kelly did. You this did. We talked about it and then you relived it in your own life. Uh, yeah. The stories yeah. we share are going to start happening to each other. <laughs> I have the gift of prophecy. It's true. <laughs> I'm going to order a London fog and it's going to be unenjoyable. you're gonna start crying every day oh no i spilled my coffee because i was laughing my i'm gonna spill my coffee because i'm laughing now that's how life works right that's how life works that is how life works (laughs) friends start sharing stories and things start happening Maybe we're just getting a little paranoid because we've been watching so much Pretty Little Liars lately. Yeah, I was just going to say, or as Allison says in Pretty Little Liars, friends share secrets. It's what keeps us close. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) It's so problematic that we read those books when we were in like middle school, high school. Were you in middle school or high school when you read them? Uh, Middle school, primarily. I, because I... I don't think I finished because there's like nine or ten books now. I think I read the first yeah. like seven for sure. And mm. I I think I may have read a couple like freshman or sophomore year of high school. But majority 
were read in middle school. But, like, that's the age yeah. group it's written for. Which is so problematic. <laughs> right? Like, I genuinely, like, I was the biggest book nerd. But, mm-hmm. like, if my mom actually knew the books that I was reading, she would not have driven me to the bookstore to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> I explained the concept of Twilight to my dad recently. And uh, he was shook. And he was like, wait, you read this book? And I went, yeah, I was in like seventh grade. And he's like, what? Yeah, I used and to Twilight read this. tame yeah. compared to other books. Like compared Pretty Little to Liars. like Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> uh, I used to read a series called The A-List. And yeah. I adored that one. But it's like, it's like basically 90210. It's just a bunch of like LA teenagers who are like partying, sleeping with each other, like have parents that like are never around and like all of us stuff and like like just like I read those at, like when I was like 12. It's just like absolutely like I should not have been reading those, but I did. I read like 15 of those books. So you know what is I realized as we cuz we've both started rewatching Pretty Little Liars yes, recently, right? Like recently, like in the past I couple of weeks. I started rewatching yeah, I started rewatching because you told me that you had started rewatching, and I was like, well, probably I need to as well then. <laughs> but something that I noticed while I was watching is that the parents of these kids in the show will call out the really problematic things that are happening, but they're written to be villains. And I literally, it was, I had moments watching a couple of episodes where I was like, dude, Aria, your mom is right. Like, Spencer, dude, your dad might be a little scary, but he he's being a good adult in your life right now, and you're acting like he's a villain. Yeah, literally watching this show back, um, well, I guess we'll get into characters in a little bit, yeah. but, like, I'm just going to say that this time around, my favorite characters are the parents, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, I don't know. I started because so you started watching it. I didn't know you started watching it because I started watching it. I thought that was a coincidence. Yeah. But no, no. I had I had started watching it at some point in the school year, but there were things that were happening in the show that I was like, I can't watch this. It's it is no no. Okay. No no, That's I fair. can't do this. So I, Pretty Little Liars for me is always like a summer show. Um, I haven't watched it in a really long time, but, like, when I was in high school, I, like, owned the first season on DVD, and so, like, like, school would end, and I would, like, Mm -hmm. always kick off summer with, like, a season one Pretty Little Liars marathon, and then I'd, like, go and watch the current season. I wouldn't watch it throughout the school year, so then I could Mm -hmm. watch the current season, like, kind of, like, binge watch it during the summer. Um, So that was, like, kind of always my summer show, and, I'm like, I'm a very, like go with the seasons like in Mm -hmm. terms of like media like I have shows that are springtime shows fall time shows whatever so yeah you um, do you really do yeah I do so it was this is a summer show and Mm. uh HBO Max is doing like a new version of Pretty Little Liars um yeah what is that about is that like another story arc or is it the same story being retold no so like there's no connection to the original Pretty Little Liars world. Um, they, they're kind of just like taking the concept and making their own thing with it. I think it looks like it's going to be real. Like 
the first episodes are out already, but I'm just waiting until I finish the original one. Um, I think it's going to be better. Um, It's by the makers of River. It's by the makers of Riverdale. Um, And I think they do like Riverdale got a little weird, but like the first couple of seasons, they did a really good job with. Um, And so I'm excited Mm -hmm. about that. Um, It's rated TV mature. So I think like it's actually going to be scary. Um, I think I could handle. No, I actually don't think I can handle it. I listened to a podcast last night about Taylor Swift stalkers (gasps) and came home and was terrified. Okay, I will I will watch it and let you know how scary it is. You're the best. I love you so much. Thank you. Okay, yeah, I, we'll do that. Um, it's also different. Uh, the new one is set in, like, a blue-collar town. Um, they're, this group of girls, their moms, like, had something happen to them in high school, so there's a connection between the, like, all of the girls now are not originally friends, like, Mm. in Pretty Little Liars. Um, mm-hmm. So they kind of become friends because of what's happening to them. And then there's like a, I know there's like a connection with like their moms when they were in high school in the past, like something happened. Oh. Someone got like murdered or something and there's like all of this stuff that's happening. So are they trying to say that the Rosewood girls now have teenagers? No, different. They're different people. I realize that, but wouldn't it have been way more interesting if it was the Rosewood girls? I do think it would have been interesting. I also think that they're trying to make it a separate concept. Like, I don't know if they want to tie it to the original Why are they one. naming it the same thing? I, I don't understand. Because <laughs> it's, it's the concept of, like, they, they all have lies that they've told um, mm. that have kind of gotten them into this place, and there is an egg that is tormenting them. And A looks a lot scarier and a mm. lot creepier. <laughs> More scary than blowing up literal houses? Yeah, we'll see. Like, they, in the trailer <laughs> for this new one, like, mm-hmm. A looks so creepy. Like, she, like, looks out of, like, the window in her, like, school classroom, and A is standing in a field with, like, a Michael Myers mask on. No. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, like, looks terrifying. Wow. So, yeah, that's what I think, like, they're, like, really amping up the, like, A thing. And I apparently, I read, like, an article review on it. It didn't have spoilers, so I don't know. But it did say that, like, um, their lies are a lot bigger than, like, the Pretty Little Liars liars lies. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because the Pretty Little Liars lies are. Right, they keep on talking about these lies that got them into something. I'm like, okay, Arya, you didn't tell your mom that your dad was cheating on her, which is like, I wouldn't even call that a lie. (laughs) No, like that's not, I mean, I have never been in that situation, but no kid should ever be stuck feeling like that is their job. Like that's on your dad. That's not on you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the one bad thing that they did, like it was Allie. It wasn't them. Yes. They were there watching and they said it was a bad idea and Allie did it anyways. Literally. Also, like, Spencer, you stole a paper from your sister. Just just fess up and don't take the scholarship. Right? Like, it's so simple. Not, like, not condoning plagiarism. I'm an English teacher. Not condoning plagiarism. It's bad. But also, like, of all the things that they could, like, 
do for this show like yes like you're in high school just admit that you did that you won't get the scholarship you're not gonna go to jail you'll you'll work with your teachers to write your own paper which you're very capable of writing your own paper spencer so for real for real yeah so i started watching the show again because i really wanted to like watch this new one and i felt obligated to watch the old Mm. one before watching the new one i think there's a lot of nostalgia in this old one and with like how yes utterly cringy it is it's so good (laughs) i hate to say how much i've actually been enjoying it like i don't want to admit that i am like it will be playing while i'm washing dishes and i will stop and like watch and see what's happening and i'll have to be like you're doing dishes keep doing dishes (laughs) so oh Oh, yeah, it's a good thing I haven't had much going on this summer because it's, like, <laughs> legitimately all... And whenever I am doing something else, I'm like, man, I just wish I was at home watching Pretty Little Liars right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so characters. Mm-hmm. We have the four main characters. Yeah. Well, technically five, but I don't really I'm count Allie. Count Allie. Yeah, I don't really she's count Allie. She's at the Allie. bottom of my list. Like, yeah, she so, is, like, she's at the very bottom of my list. Same here. Allie's very bottom. So then it's, we have Emily, Spencer, Aria, and Hannah are like our four main <laughs> characters who are like the supposed liars who like don't really tell lies. And they're like super good friends to each other. And they're like, they are. well, I was going to say they're really good siblings, but they're not like Spencer's kind of a terrible sibling, but um, Spencer like they're really good. a terrible sibling. Two yeah. Ter- well, yeah. Spoiler alerts. We didn't say at the beginning, but there will be a lot of spoilers. We're through season five. We're in season five right now. Kelly and I are watching yes. season five. So and we just be are warned. not able to hide details because we're us. So Exactly. And also, I can't remember what's a spoiler and what's not at this point. Yeah. Which is problematic. Yeah. So there might even be spoilers from past season five because we've... I know a few spoilers and you've seen the whole series, right? Yeah. I don't really remember what's happening right now, though. Because mm-hmm. I've seen like the first three seasons a couple of times, um, but I've only seen like season five through seven once. Yeah. So, so I'm like at the point where like I legitimately do not know what is going to come next. Mm, sure. I would argue that Spencer is a very good sibling to Jason, and a yes. very bad sibling to Melissa. But also, but Melissa, Melissa sucks. Is sketchy. Yeah, she's she's just sketchy the whole time. There's never been a moment where I'm like, and oh, Melissa's Melissa, super mean. You. Yeah. She, like, makes Spencer feel inferior for everything. Constantly and on purpose. It's not And I really like like Jason. I also really liked Jason with Arya, and I think that they should have continued with that. But Same. I agree. That's We'll talk about that in a little bit here when Mm -hmm. we get to the boyfriends. (laughs) Um, Um, So, yeah. The liars themselves. Hannah's my favorite. 110 times over. She has the best one-liners. She's the funniest. She is, like, arguably one of the least problematic... Well, that's not true. Her storyline is really problematic within the story, the show. But I feel like she is a character after that one big, like, after her mom sleeps with a cop to get her out of trouble... Like, I think her storyline just ceases to be problematic independently of the other girls. Yeah. Right? Uh, like, that's... Yeah. I, I would agree. Hannah's also my favorite because, yeah, 
Like, like, I agree with all of the reasons that you said. And I, I don't know. I think it would just add, like, she feels like the most genuine of all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I not. I think she wants to forced. hide the least. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she, like, seems, she does a really good job as a character of just being, like, unapologetically herself. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, like, she's so, like, you can tell she wants, and, like, like just the fact that, like, she, she wants to be mad at Mona, but she can't. Like, she's still, like, mm-hmm. she's mad at Mona, but she still, like, likes her and wants to be friends with her. And, like, she's, like, super upset at yes. her dad. And her stepsister is horrible to her, but she's still willing to, like, try because she loves her dad so much. Like, I don't know. She just seems, like, really genuine. And I really like Hannah as a character. Same. Yes. It's the genuineness. I I also think that she was written with some... Because she was written to be portrayed as, like, a little bit dumb compared to the rest of them. Which is hilarious. Because she's not. No, she's um, not. But she says the funniest... Th- like, she... Yeah. <laughs> between... I think it's between seasons three and four supposedly summertime happens and all the girls come back from whatever they were doing. And Hannah was like the only one who stayed in Rosewood for the whole summer. And she spent her summer working on like SAT words. And so throughout the season four, she, she just would drop like, <laughs> big this words. is so purgative. And then she would give the definition of the big word. <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> it's, it is so, so comedic it's so funny or and she would say like and a time of jubilation will come come to you and spencer would look at her and go that was a really good use of that word and then they would have an emotional hug (laughs) (laughs) i love it she's also like ew like like they're like in this like super intense like mission and she'll be like ew like there's mud like i don't want to go through it and i'm like that's that's me that's me that's relatable yes i love i love <laughs> hannah i love her forever and always yeah i do too well i do too uh second favorite who's your second favorite mm. okay i think spencer is my second favorite because that's what she i was gonna is, say yeah <laughs> If we have the same list again, people are going to get sick of listening to us. We did not have the same list last time. We did not. That's Okay. That's a really good point. They were pretty similar, though. Um, were, no, Spencer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Spencer, because she is so intelligent. And she, like, she gets so intense about what she thinks and understands and learns about. However, the storyline where she was using Adderall <laughs> was so problematic. Like, I I just, I literally was like, I don't think, I don't think that anyone is addressing this well. It was, it was a long time that she was taking Adderall and staying up like 24 hours a day, which I don't know, is that what Adderall does to people without ADHD? I mean, yeah, it's a stimulant. She was also self-medicating, so she was probably taking more than she was supposed needed, to oh, right like gosh right because like if you take adderall and you need it you're prescribed a specific amount 
that yeah. is not supposed to keep you awake but just like help you focus you know but if you're self-medicating or whatever like I think she was taking it to stay up and like to get things done you know like if I take yeah. it I won't get tired um I will say with that situation I don't think it was handled well by the people in the show but yes. I do think it was nice to see a storyline like that like to be like Spencer's mm-hmm. not perfect. This is something that like that is a very real thing that can happen in high school. Yeah. So like I think yes. it's good for shows to like tackle problems like that. But then like the way that it was handled in the show and like how she got help was like not handled well. Just horrifying because there was like they her parents brought in a single young man who was very handsome to be her drug counselor. And I was like, do you guys not realize what you, like the situation that you are setting your kid up for? Do, I, how did you miss that? Like, how, yeah, what? Yeah. And, and then it just like ended. And that was, it, there was no real resolution. And even like at the end of the episode, a lot of times when shows tackle big problems like that at the end of an episode, they'll put like, here's a crisis hotline or here's a resource. And they didn't do that at the end of the episode, like at the end of that. I think that's because this show is so early 2000s. But I 20, it was like, like 2010s, I guess. Dude, one but yeah, no, I do think, I do think that's bad. They should have put a disclaimer in there. Like if you're struggling with like drug addiction or something, or something, yes. like call this national help. But I do think, and like now that it's on a streaming platform, that's something they could easily add in. And they should. They should. Yeah. Well, but like even One Tree Hill, they had that episode about the school shooting. And then afterwards, like at the very end of the show, if I'm remembering correctly, they had a crisis hotline. And like, if you're thinking about these things, like call this number, like you, sh- we want you to get help. So I'm just saying it's a real thing that a lot of really intense shows did. And I just, I was really, I was bummed about that. Back to Spencer, though. I think she's great. Outside of that... Well, even even with that situation, it made her very human. Yeah. To have Yeah, exactly. Because, like, otherwise it's, like, she's so intelligent and so perfect. And I think, I think it's good to see that, like, there's a negative side to that perfection mm. as well. That, like, she feels like she has to be so perfect all the time um, that what people don't see is that she's actually really like struggling mentally. And that's not the first time she's struggled mentally because she had the drug problem earlier. We find out. And then, I mean, she was also in Radley for a couple of days. Like, yeah. So like, I think it's nice to see that not perfect side of her. I really enjoy Spencer. Mm. I also think Spencer says some really funny things because she just does does. not give a shit. Like she'll, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's just like very honest. Yeah, yeah. agreed yeah i love that i do love that about spencer who is your third i'm gonna say aria is my third is that mm-hmm. yours as well or no nope. okay good it's a little different um <laughs> i think in high school i would have said that aria was my favorite because i was like oh she's quirky and mm-hmm. whatever um not like and, other girls yeah exactly now i think that that's like a little bit forced like the quirky creative Mm. is like a little bit forced Mm -hmm. you know um I don't know I think like Arya's like relationship with her parents is something that like 
I think is interesting and I really like mm-hmm. her relationship with her brother is something interesting and that I like to yeah. watch. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I think she's just my third because I used to really like her in high school. Sure. No, that's fair. She is my fourth because she is dating a teacher the whole time. And I know that that's not her fault because right. Like when a kid in real life, if an adult was doing that to one of their students in the high school, like that's not the kid's fault. The yeah, kid it, might it's think not, that it's are... not Aria's fault that that relationship is bad. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. I think that I just have a hard time like really enjoying her character because I see how she's being sucked in and like, manipulated because as an adult now looking because as a teenager I was like whoa she's dating a teacher scandal um and I just thought it was like juicy and interesting to read or whatever but now as an adult I just am like no any adult who is having a relationship with a 16 year old 17 year old like there's manipulation happening. Like their brains are not developed enough for that. And that's not fair. Cut it out. Cut it out, bro beans. Um, but Emily is, I think my third favorite because she's just like, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. The facial expressions that that actress uses just, I don't know. They just, (laughs) They just hit different for me. I I literally don't have words for what it is. And I watched an interview and she's not like that. Like I didn't pick up that she's anything like her character. And (laughs) I just thought that was great. (laughs) So I don't know. I just really enjoyed, I just really enjoy Emily. Emily is my least favorite because I feel like she's just the most boring out of all of them. (laughs) Like, I just love the like, shocked faces no, she makes. I mean, like, nothing else happens. Like, so, I mean, obviously, season one, there was, like, the big reveal that, like, Emily is gay. And, like, she mm-hmm. had her whole coming out story. And, like, yeah. I think Pretty Little Liars did a really great job with that, especially considering mm-hmm. at the time, like, that was not a thing that shows were doing. Like, yeah. if you watch yeah. a show today, like representation is not perfect but it's certainly Mm -hmm. better than it was um but they did a really good job considering the time period of like having a character and like having a main character and a storyline like that like Mm -hmm. that was interesting um yeah but after that it's just like the focus is just she is a swimmer oh no (laughs) she broke her arm she can't swim and then, like, okay, this is her girlfriend. Her girlfriend might be A, might not be A. But, like, nothing else happens besides that, really. <laughs> really, truly, besides those two things. So the reason that I love her is the reason that you hate her. <laughs> <laughs> because she's so... I, she's just, like, so unproblematic. And I think maybe that's what I enjoy about her, is just that she just is. I w- okay, I will say, in defense of Emily, I will say, sure. like, season four or five, I've actually started to really enjoy her character 
more so than Arya, even maybe. I think I do Whoa. think now in the later seasons she has a little bit more personality, and I do think she's like seems like a lot stronger of a person in general sure. in like seasons four and seasons five. So we'll see. Sure. Maybe that'll carry on. Maybe I'll have an update once I'm finished with it and be like, yeah, okay, Emily's my third, Arya's my fourth. Maybe it'll switch. <laughs> Ash, what do you think about their boyfriends? Okay, well, obviously, uh, Ezra's obviously, like, at the very, 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 very bottom. Yes. We do not Uh, like Ezra. (laughs) Can I just say that I think that the show, when I watch it, he is being glorified like nobody's business. There are two people who think that it's not okay that he is dating a 16-year-old. And then yeah. one of them is like, I don't know, maybe I can get used to it. Like what? Arya's mom? Yes. Yes. Literally, what? Yeah. So, okay, so I guess the only thing I have to say about that, I think Arya, like Arya's mom does say, like, she's like, I, like, me... Doing this does not mean that I support this. I think this is wrong. She's like, I just don't want to lose you as like a dog. So I actually feel like she approached it really well because, I mean, you have to understand, Arya's a 16-year-old girl who's being like manipulated by this like teacher and like 26-year-old adult, right? Um, So like as a parent, you have to balance that. Like you don't want to lose your child, through that either and like at a certain point isn't that gonna push her more towards him oh i I mean it's a tough situation it's a it's a tough situation also at the time that they found out he was not her teacher anymore which doesn't make it better but it makes it a little bit better literally the simple solution is call the police he's doing something illegal yeah i think that is actually the simple solution as well but and we learned that this is not the first time he's done that yeah. Like, wh- what? <laughs> well, and then we also found out, like, that he knew. He knew that she was 16. I hate that. I hate it. When, literally, when that episode happened, I was like, no, no. It's just not, like, normal levels of manipulation. He was literally using her to get the story about Allie. So, like, there like, was a lot of use, and there was a lot of manipulation. Man not needs cool. to go to prison. Yeah, that man needs to but, go to prison. Yes. <sighs> yes. I, yeah, exactly. And that was my, yeah. So he's not that, even that, on the list. Like, he's just not yeah. even on the list. <laughs> there were so many times where I was like, why isn't anyone just calling the cops? Like, y'all call the cops for so many things. Ca- call them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's just he's not even on the list. I think Arya and Jason should have been. Whatever. Except that's still problematic. And I mean, but not as problematic, because he's not as old as Ezra, and they grew up together, which is a little bit different. That's true. That's true. I like, still think they grew up together. They knew each other. He's not that much older than her. And yeah, he's not her teacher. It's like a two-year age difference, right? I think so. Yeah, something like or that. Maybe three or two four or three years, but yeah. like, yes, 
And you know what? When I think about it, like, I have a sister who's four years older than me. And I could, as it, at now, like, even when I was 20, I remember thinking, like, yeah, 24, 25, like, that's not a big age difference. Even at 19, even at 18, I didn't think that four years was a big deal. Someone who's four years older than me probably did, though. Like, yeah. So, any, any anyhow, age is a weird thing. It's tricky, but it doesn't have to be tricky when one person is an adult and the other one is a child. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it just isn't tricky. It's just, that's bad. Don't do that. Yep. Simple <laughs> as that. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Simple as that. Um, okay, <laughs> so uh other boyfriends and girlfriends let's see i i don't like Paige. i don't like Paige either like she just she's very controlling yes and and very needy pushy yeah Yeah. pushy and needy and yeah yeah and like doesn't trust emily no and i don't think that's a good look for her and she tries to pass it off as like i care about you so much emily and it was like okay Ugh. well do you because like you don't trust her yeah also super manipulative yeah to be like well, and like i'm saying this because i love you no yeah you're not doing that and like don't she mind. is so mad that emily is like friends with Allie again and it's like give the girl a break she thought her best friend was dead for two years and she also, it's not like she's acting like she's best friends with Allie again. She's just, like, super intense. Very intense. Well, and then she, like, planned out their whole, like, college career. Like, we're both going to go to Stanford and stay dating and, like, all of these things. And, it, like, even, like, that was, like, super pushy. Like, what if Emily doesn't want to go to Stanford, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a couple of episodes ahead of you is what I just realized. Okay. So, yeah, I am about to start season five, episode six. I would also like to point out, literally, to to go to the same college as someone you're dating in high school is one thing. Like, usually it doesn't work out, but for some people it works really well, and that's great. Uh, but to say we're going to go to the same college and live together all four years is like, dude, you're like 17, 18. I promise you this, like, you don't have to do that. Give yourself a shot to like meet new people and experience new things. Yeah. Yes. Like have a bad roommate in college. I actually, I never had a bad roommate in college, so I shouldn't say that, but like, I never had a bad roommate either. So (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that because I was an RA and I heard about a lot of bad roommate situations. Yeah, I've and heard some stories. a lot of times, dude, uh, yeah, there were so many times that I was like, so how can I help you move out? Because that situation is not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and there was only one time that I said that, that the girl was like, actually, I don't want to move out. I just wanted someone to hear me. And I was like, okay, I apologize. I'm glad we're on the same page now. <laughs> but if Call you do need to move out, I'm here. <laughs> And I do also work at the help desk, so I can fill out the paperwork for you and everything, or like hand you the paperwork to fill out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a great job. You need, but yeah. So like, you don't necessarily need a bad roommate, but like, you need to have a roommate that you don't know. I think that's really important to have a roommate that you do not know. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. At least for one year. Yes. At least for one year, have a roommate that you don't know. Um, yeah, so Paige kind of sucks. Um, the other yes. two main boyfriends that I feel like we can talk about are Caleb and Toby. 
Um, uh, I like Caleb more than Toby. Same, 100%. Mostly because Toby, throughout the whole show, there are times where I'm so certain that he can't be trusted. And then it immediately flips to being like, he has to be trusted. He's the only trustworthy character out of all the men on the show. And with Caleb, he's been trustworthy up until like last season, the very end of last season. And even that, I can tell that it's not necessarily his fault that he's not as trustworthy as before. Yeah. Like I hope that he, I hope and trust that he has good intentions. Caleb is definitely cuter than Toby as well. Especially Um, after that haircut. Oh my gosh. Oh, but see, I like the long hair, Um, but he's cute with the short hair too. Um, I like him and Hannah, I think go really well together. Like, I think they just have like a good relationship. So Caleb is better than Toby. And you were right. You texted me the other day and we're like, what the F is going on with Toby's hair in season five? And I saw it yesterday and I was like, yes. What'd you say? And what looked like? He, like the surfer Ken doll. Did you ever have the surfer Ken doll? Yeah, that's exactly what it looks yeah. like. <laughs> like a little hard. And I don't know if anyone else who's listening had that Ken doll, but you couldn't do anything. Like it was a middle part. It was a 90s haircut, like short in the back, long on top, which is a, a good look. But Barbie hair is so thick that you can't do anything with it. And that is when I look at Toby, that's all that I can think about is like, you could do so many better things with that yeah. length of hair. Yeah. You just could. Why yeah. are you doing this? <laughs> it's all like poofy and like, I don't, it's, it's not a good look. Not a good look. Um, but he is second, second place boyfriend for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like Hannah always has like the best love interests. Um, yes. And Agre- so Caleb is my favorite. Caleb left and then she has this like new dude. I think his name's. Travis? Yes. Oh my gosh. I I want to know why Travis is still in the show because I don't think that they would keep him around for nothing and they need to date. The right? Well, okay. They're so Caleb, cute together. I mean, Caleb's Caleb back. back. It's But it's Travis is so cute. He is. And and also Caleb just like disappeared. What? That the episode also where she left him in Ravenswood or whatever. Yeah. Weird. Super yeah. duper weird. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that whole thing. And the reason they did that whole thing was because Caleb was like the star of a one season spin-off of Ravenswood and it never like took off the ground. So that's why that whole thing happened because he was going to stay in Ravenswood. And then they, they did a spinoff show for it. No. So I think at this point, the spinoff show has failed. And so now Caleb <laughs> is back. I don't, I actually kind of don't like, I don't like that Caleb is back because now I really like Travis and Hannah. Yeah, same. Same. And also Caleb is acting so sketchy. It's like, man, why don't you just date good old Travi Trav? Yeah, he's cute. He's got a little like cowboy thing going. He's a little edgy. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably good that we weren't teachers in their school because I think that we would have been like, why aren't you dating Travis? It would have been all up in their business. would have been like, Hannah, I know Caleb's back, but date Travis. Travis just seems a little nicer. He treats you better. I don't know. He just, he didn't disappear. 
is all I'm saying. He, did, he didn't disappear for a year. Go with Travis. <laughs> yeah, go on a date. I'm going to just, you and Travis are going to sit together, and then you're yeah. going to work on this project I'm going to make a new seating chart, and you are going to sit next to <laughs> Travis, because I am a matchmaker. <laughs> did you ever do that? Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. I did it unintentionally one time. Can you imagine Pretty Little Liars, but with middle schoolers? <laughs> I, I, that's comedic gold. Comedic gold. What do you think of Rosewood as a place? Um, I, I like Rosewood as a place. It seems like very Mm. like community oriented. Like everybody knows each other. That's, yeah. Coming from a place where everybody knows each other, I see the value and also the like, horrifying nature (laughs) like someone gets in trouble and the whole town knows and everyone calls that person's best friend and it's like did you know that did you see (laughs) yeah no i i she's my best friend i did know i did did know that i did see that thank you yeah i guess they do kind of bring that up like they're like your reputation is important in this town (laughs) because like everybody knows everybody um I mean I don't think I'd ever live in Rosewood I don't think I'd ever be able to afford to live in Rosewood Mm. um yeah it's definitely like a rich suburb but yeah yeah I same I really it's so funny when we were talking about east coast west coast for the lover uh festival it's funny because I really love the idea of the East Coast. I really enjoyed when we were on the East Coast. I've been to the West Coast. I love, like, Seattle and, like, Portland, right? Like, those are great places. I've been to California. It was beautiful. I liked it. Not really my jam. So if I was, like, when I think about Rosewood, I'm like, oh, the East Coast. What a place. What a time. What a place. What a time. The East Coast does have, like, a certain just, like, nostalgia too i do i like the east coast a lot i do yeah also when you were saying that people were like you have a reputation to keep in this town um i don't know if i've told you this before but i have a friend who i was telling her about like yeah i'm going home for the weekend i'm from a small town going home for the weekend and whatever and i'm feeling a little like stressed about this thing and she's like mariah why don't you just become the drama like anytime you go home, people know that drama will follow you. And I was like, I give them something to I talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and that was what she she was just like, I don't know, Mariah. All I'm saying is that you could, you could go home and choose to do something loud, and public, and big. <laughs> She's and not like, wrong. That was she. You, you know She's what? That's definitely true. not wrong about that. That's you're making a good point. You're making a good point. Maybe I'll try it next time. We'll see. I'll call you and let you know. There's so much other stuff. I feel like we're going to have to do a second episode because there are so many other things we could talk about. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I also think that once we finish the series, we should do, because we only have like two and a half seasons left, right? Yeah. One and a half. So we'll do another Pretty Little Liars episode because we have like, we have like two and a half seasons left. It's seven seasons. So we'll talk about like the rest of it because... 
I really do. Like, we have so much more to talk about. There um, are so many, so many more things to discuss about yeah. this show. I feel like right now, I do for sure want to talk about in this episode the decision to keep Allie alive. Like, we're in season five, so we found out end of season four that Allie is still alive. She faked mm-hmm. her death. She's been gone for two years, and turns out she's not actually dead. Someone else is in that grave, and Allie is alive, and she's been visiting the girls. Like, whenever they get hurt, she and they have, like, visions of her. She's actually been visiting them. and it's so weird. And, like, now she, like, seems is coming off as, like, this super nice and reformed person and like i'm better because i've been gone for two years and i'm so sorry that i was terrible to everyone and now (laughs) she's like back to school and everything yes have you gotten to the part where she's at the doctor for her like physical yes i just watched that episode okay so she has that massive scar on her thigh and won't talk about what it's about yeah and was super triggered whenever anyone asked and I just, whenever, when that happened, I remember just being like, what is the plot point here? Like, what happened? Could you just tell me? And also, also, she didn't even fake her own death. Her mom faked her death. That's weird. Well, no. Her mom thought she was dead, right? Oh, then who put the other body in the grave? I can't. I don't know because her mom buried her alive. <laughs> she was so problematic. I know. Her mom buried her alive, and then Mrs. Grunwald saved her, saved Allie, and then Allie ran away. So her mom thought that she buried Allie, and then Allie left. So sometime later that night, someone put this other girl in the grave so problematic (laughs) right like that's what i understood the situation to be her mom may have found out earlier than that but like her Mm -hmm. mom like buried her in their backyard i hate that so much right and like who are you trying to protect yeah yeah exactly 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 and also the fact that her mom just shows up dead the like the day she shows up alive Everything about that storyline is just, I get that they had to do it to keep the story going. However, I didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. No. I I also just like, I don't like the vibe now that Allie is back because like the four of them have this really close friendship Mm -hmm. and then now Allie, they're like trying to figure out how it works with Allie and it doesn't really work with Allie. And then like Mm -hmm. Allie texted SOS I'm at the church and none of them came to the church (laughs) I could not get over that I was like laughing so hard she was like SOS I'm at the church and they were all busy no one came and like if anyone else had texted that SOS they all would have been there like immediately yeah they would have dropped (laughs) literally everything that they were doing but I think that everyone is so sick of her bullshit and then like that thing with Mona like yes it's true that Mona slapped her first like Mona totally manipulated that like video a hundred percent like we know that but she was like I know how this looks Mona manipulated it whatever and I was like yeah she may have manipulated it Mona was definitely in the wrong there but also you like regardless you're still being kind of a bitch in that moment like yes you are unkind you are 
like hurtful and you're you're saying that you're exactly who you've always been yeah like that wasn't manipulated out of you she just she just got you to say the truth out loud yeah mona may have started it but like regardless you did all those things so Yeah. yeah yes just because someone starts something doesn't mean that you have to finish them yep it's just a thought that exactly. I had a minute ago. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It was, like, and, like, so all the four girls are now seeing that, like, Allie's, like, still kind of the same. So we'll see. I know I know for a fact that the five of them do become friends again. But. Um, Sorry. That was yeah, I don't just know. Reaction. I just, like, don't like the vibe. That's probably why I've never rewatched these seasons. Because I, like, didn't like the show once Allie came back. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see in the coming seasons. We will seasons see how these last seasons go. Because this is new, so we'll see. And then we'll see how Ravenswood goes. <laughs> I can't I wait mean, to watch that now. I can't wait to watch it either. Also, the fact that Caleb is the main character, I'm pumped. Okay, but did Ravenswood give spoilers to Pretty Little Liars? Because he's acting sketchy about what happened is in he, Ravenswood. I don't know. And Allie participates in that. Like, was it meant to be that you watch the shows together? Like, was it wine and cheese you just, that you are supposed to have together? I'm sure it's one of those, I'm sure it's, they wrote it. So like, if you watch it, it might give you some more info into Pretty Little Liars. But Mm. if you don't watch it, you'll still be able to understand Pretty Little Liars. Sure. That makes sense. You know? That makes a lot of sense Like, because, like, Grey's Anatomy does that a lot. Like, they do crossovers with, like, Station 19. And, like, you don't have to watch Station 19 to understand what's going on. But if you watch Station 19, like, they have mm-hmm. some more information in, like, prior episodes to, like, the big event and stuff. Like, huh? I don't know. I've never even heard of Station 19, so. It's, like, Grey's Anatomy, but with firemen and women. Oh. Oh, okay. I see. Kelly, have we come to the point of the episode where... Where we talk about something that we love, since the weird side of YouTube is dead. Well, since we haven't had our, since we're doing our morning meeting to figure this out after this episode, we can do one last weird part of YouTube. <gasps> oh my gosh! And then we're changing it, and I think we have like a fun <laughs> name and everything. So we'll have to wait and see from the morning meeting. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to. We'll ha- you all will just have to wait. You'll wow. have to wait. Next episode, wow. you'll see it. One last. One last time. Sing it, girl. <laughs> um, do you have a weird side of YouTube? I wasn't prepared for this because I thought we changed it. Nah. We don't have to do the weird side of YouTube. Can I just tell you something that I love instead? Because yeah, I, for all of the amounts that I love the weird side of YouTube, nothing weird has come up between the last time we record, recorded and today. Um, so... My drive back to my home from my dad's house is not that long, but at the very end of it, I see this gorgeous lake and then the town over is like up a hill. And so there's all of the lights from that city and other people think that it's like obnoxious and awful, but driving up to that city is one of my favorite things to do at night because it's just like glittery and beautiful and I love that city that sounds so wonderful yeah exactly and I was listening to Taylor Swift as I drove up and I was like this is um pretty close to a perfect moment and I'm very content and happy thanks for coming to my TED talk 
What wow. a what a dream. That sounds lovely. Yeah, for real. For real though. I love that a lot. And I'm glad you got to Do experience Do you have a weird that. side of YouTube? Thank you. No, Thank I could have I could have forced it, but no. Um let's see. Uh ooh, okay. So I can do I love Rex Orange County. What is that? He is a musician. Oh. Um <laughs> so sorry rex orange county you're good um but anyways he came out with a new song on a tuesday this week um and so it was like a nice surprise to have like a little like tuesday release um and Mm. the song is very good it's called threat and i don't know it's just been good i've just been kind of like vibing to it for the past couple of days i'll just like play it randomly and it's just like a really good song and i feel like i don't really have time to like find new music or listen to new music Mm. now so like when I do find something and I really like it like that's always a day maker for sure so absolutely yeah do you use Spotify Mm -hmm. do you ever listen to their like weekly discovers that they make for you uh I like maybe not I should listen to that because I would like to get new music because I know they yeah. have, like, the genre mixes or artist mixes and mm-hmm. stuff, but this is, like, a different thing. Yeah, it's called Discover Weekly, and <gasps> I think. Yeah. Right? I know. And yeah. so that's what I've been listening to this week, because one of my other friends was saying that that's all that she uses Spotify for, and I was like, first, that's a tragedy. Second <laughs> of all, what do you mean? And she said, um, yeah, no, so I listen to my Discover Weekly, I pick the songs that I like, and I put them on a playlist, and then I can listen to them, and I just went... I love that it. That is a really good idea. And I, because I'm going to say something controversial, there are some times where Taylor Swift just doesn't, doesn't do the job that I'm looking for her to do. And that's not Oh, no, fault. that's not, absolutely. I mean, I love Taylor Swift, but you can't listen to Taylor Swift all the time. It's true. I mean, you could. You could. It just would be probably I gotta, a little I have to. Yeah, I have to listen to other music. I can't listen yeah. to her all the time. I'm so glad to hear that we're on the same page about that. I was scared you were going to kick me off of this podcast. (laughs) Absolutely not. I just talked about Rex Orange (laughs) County, not Taylor Swift. Clearly, I listen to other music. Yeah. Remember, only hot girls have ADHD. But not all hot girls have ADHD. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, y'all. Remember to check the description for this month's book club pick. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Love Love you.